I'm Joe Catalano with an AM Quincy news update for Friday, September 16th. Quincy police are investigating a stabbing in North Quincy yesterday that left the victim with serious injuries. Stabbing took place in the area of Glover Avenue, and the victim was taken to an area hospital with serious injuries. Glover Avenue and Pierce Street were closed to traffic as detectives investigated. Stabbing took place in the vicinity of Quincy Catholic Academy, At around 1 o'clock yesterday afternoon, police said school officials were notified of the matter and that there was no threat to the school's students. A large new apartment complex has been approved for West Quincy. Planning board this week approved a seven-story, 345-unit apartment complex for 269 Center Street at the corner of Intervale and Vernon Streets. Atlantic Development of Hingham will create the new transit-oriented development that will also include two stories of above-ground parking with 415 parking spaces. The building will sit on an almost 121,000-square-foot lot. With the Orange Line shutdown expected to end on Monday, the T is now teeing up the Red Line for some repairs and replacements, which will cause some service disruptions. The first closure will take place October 1st and 2nd. Shuttle buses will replace trains between the JFK UMass and Broadway stations for those two days. The second closure will happen October 3rd through the 6th. Buses will replace trains from 8.45 p.m. to the end of service each day between JFK, UMass, and Ashmont stations. But the red line has had issues just as serious as what riders have seen on the orange line. While it hasn't yet caught fire, last year an entire train on the line derailed, although nobody was hurt. A man was taken to a Boston area hospital after being rescued from the tracks at a red line station yesterday. This happened about 7 o'clock last night at the Andrews Station. Boston firefighters rescued the man from the tracks. He reportedly touched the third rail and was burned. As first responders wheeled the person out of the station, the elevator got stuck. A man and first responders were inside the stalled elevator for several minutes as others tried to free them. Red Line service was shut down for a while last night during that rescue. The Friends of Wollaston Beach and Save the Harbor, Save the Bay invite people to participate in Coast Sweep tomorrow by cleaning up Wollaston Beach in Quincy. Volunteers are asked to gather from 10 a.m. to noon right next to the Wollaston Yacht Club for the annual beach cleaning. Cleaning supplies will be provided, but volunteers are also welcome to bring their own. The arrest of Ivan Chung of Quincy for a series of rapes in the Boston area dating back to 2003 was hailed as the result of painstaking detective work that linked evidence, some of it decades old, from several communities to find a suspect. But it also raises a troubling question about how many other cases could be solved with more effort other initiatives to test older rape kits and otherwise revisit cold cases have yielded results. This is the second arrest from the Boston Police Initiative. Police reports show that Chung has been linked to at least seven sexual assaults, all dating back to 2003, 
Although he has not been charged in all of them, he's being held on a million dollars bail. The Bristol County DA's office says its own sexual assault kit initiative has led to three arrests after testing previously untested rape kits. As volunteers continue to help the dozens of Venezuelan migrants who were brought to Martha's Vineyard, immigration attorneys speaking with the men, women, and children are getting a better understanding of how they ended up on two chartered planes. The migrant said that a woman in Texas approached them and told them to get on board the two planes. They say they had no idea they'd be landing on Martha's Vineyard. Immigration lawyers say that a brochure the migrants were given about where they were going contained misleading information to set them up for failure. Governor Baker says his administration's exploring another move for dozens of migrants who arrived on the vineyard Wednesday aboard the flights linked to Florida's state government. The Baker-Polito administration's exploring setting up temporary shelter and humanitarian services at Joint Base Cape Cod, and we'll share additional information as soon as it becomes available. The group of about 50 Venezuelan migrants, some of them children, arrived aboard charter flights Wednesday night. They were brought to the Vineyards Regional High School, where they were given snacks and shelter. Online flight records show at least two private planes that began the day in San Antonio, Texas, also made stops in Florida's Panhandle before later arriving on the island. It was not immediately clear who paid for the private charter flights to the island. However, statement from the governor's spokesperson said the Florida legislature appropriated $12 million to implement a program to facilitate the transport of undocumented immigrants from the state. Federal agents have arrested a western Massachusetts woman in connection with a bomb threat hoax targeting Boston Children's Hospital. 37-year-old Catherine Levy of Westfield was arrested in connection with an anonymous bomb threat on August 30th that drew a heavy police presence, forced the closure of area roads. Court records indicate the caller told a hospital operator, quote, there is a bomb on the way to the hospital. You better evacuate everybody, you sickos, end quote. After an investigation, no bomb was found. Investigators identified a cell phone account owned by Levy that was used to make the threat. She's charged with making a false telephonic bomb threat and appeared in federal court in Boston for a hearing yesterday. She was held pending a detention hearing. The state auditor has cleared the way for nearly $3 billion to be returned to Massachusetts taxpayers using an obscure law. Auditor Suzanne Bump said in a press release her office has finished its review of net tax revenues reported by the state and the amount exceeds the limit set by voters in 1986. The ballot question, called Chapter 62F, allows for tax rebates when the state budget is overflowing. Roughly $2.94 billion will be returned to taxpayers. There are still questions about when and how residents will get their money back. A top Baker administration official said any possible funds will be based on how much each taxpayer paid in. Distribution of the rebates will be determined by the Commissioner of Revenue. Baker's office has predicted taxpayers will see about 7% of their 2021 income taxes 
being returned, depending on which credits were already used. Three Bed Bath & Beyond locations in Massachusetts appear on the store closing list posted to the struggling retailer's website. Stores in Dorchester, Milford, and Seekonk are on the 2022 closings list, which says it was updated this month. At the end of August, Bed Bath & Beyond announced it would be closing 150 stores and laying off 20% of its staff. Bed Bath & Beyond currently has 20 locations in Massachusetts and 8 in New Hampshire. Companies identified and commenced the closure of about 150 lower-producing Bed Bath & Beyond stores. The company said last month sales are down 26% for the second quarter compared to 2021. Just as important as the players on the field are the ones calling the shots. This fall, referees are in short supply. Richard Pearson, Associate Executive Director for the Massachusetts Interscholastic Athletic Association, said four years ago the state had about 6,000 referees at the ready. That number has dropped to 4,300, and the decrease is impacting schools throughout the state. Billy Siddig, the assistant athletic director of Boston Public Schools, says the district has moved some games from the Friday night lights to Thursday, and they've even doubled up some games to take advantage of regular referee availability. Patricia Gonzalez, athletic director at Newton South High School, said her school is running into the same problem. It's an issue they're dealing with for every sport. Pearson said the game day environment is pushing many out the door. Seasoned referees are aging out. Younger ones are unwilling to deal with the game day hostility. As for this fall, schools are continuing to recruit more referees. In the meantime, they're asking parents and friends who go to the games to be kind and remember that they're there for the kids. Check of business news this morning. Stocks are down. The Dow lost 173 points. NASDAQ dropped 167. The S&P fell 44. Asian stocks followed Wall Street lower, and the dollar was down. The euro rose, oil at $85 a barrel. In sports, the Royals come to Fenway tonight for a series with the Red Sox beginning at 710. Of course, Patriots are in Pittsburgh Sunday at 1 against the Steelers. The National Weather Service forecast today mostly sunny at a high of 74. Clear and chilly tonight, low 45. Tomorrow, partly sunny, high of 73. Sunday, scattered showers, warmer and more humid, high of 85. And then some showers Monday, high 72. But the boater waves about a foot, northwest wind gusting to 20 knots, high tide 4.32 p.m. Sunrise at 6.24, set at 6.51. I'm Joe Catalano with an AM Quincy News update for Friday, September 16th.